and, and a one uh, and a two and a one two deep three. Right now, huh? It is Monday Tuesday. Catch. It is Tuesday, December twenty eighth, twenty twenty one, and you are listening to the Tuesday catch up for Wait, the final. We just po- started over. Yes, I had to start over, and I will do it again. Here we go. <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. It is Tuesday. One, two, three. Give me pictures of <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> I don't know how to read. At that point, yeah. not without beer, you got to come back with something. I was trying to stall for that. The mass. sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Why did you stop the music? So that we could do it again. You didn't seem pleased with that one. I was Yeah, fi- you were like over there shaking your head. You look like yeah. a defensive coordinator that just gave up his third touchdown. No, no, we're fine. Here we go. That was the look you gave, Joe. All right. Yeah, I didn't think you were... <laughs> About it, about it, as the kids say. No, I'm about it, about it. I'm about it, about it. Are you about it, about it? No, I'm about, I'm about it. Here we go. I'm so about it. Watch this. It is Tuesday, December 28th, 2021, <laughs> and you are listening to the Tuesday Ketchup. It's the final episode of the year. Uh, I did that joke, and then we lost the recording because we had to do, forgot to do our mic test. So glad that landed better the fourth time. We didn't lose the recording. Um, no, we did. I was never recording. Well, the Patreon, you'll get to see the before that. Harley, do you <laughs> like what is your fucking problem right now? You, t- I mean, do you want to run the podcast? <laughs> For those of you listening on iTunes or other audio apps that aren't Patreon, Harley has now interrupted the intro no less than five times. I was stalling for Matt. Thank you. Yeah, but Harley, when does when do any of you shut the fuck up? When do any of you talk for the first two minutes? I I get a set and then I let you morons start chopping in. And tonight is already off the rails. So here we go. I thought I thought we were doing. uh, I thought we talked about this where we were gonna do intros. Like you say, this is uh, Nate Stubing from Los Angeles, and I go, welcome Nate Nation, honk honk. And like we go, <laughs> go on to the next person. Oh, dude, how have I forgotten that we do that every week? That's on me. <laughs> All right, welcome, uh, Nate from LA. Nate, how are you doing? I'm doing good, chump. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt from Oshkosh, how are you doing? Yippee! Great. And uh, Harley from Hayward, how are you doing? Uh, if my internet holds up, fantastic. That's so great to hear. I'm glad the three of you are feeling it. I went to clean today. I was supposed to be cleaning the house. I had a day off, and I uh, I, I bought these um, special 2.5 milligram uh, fun things that are supposed to just help, you know, kind of grease the wheels a little bit. And I took one um, when I was eating my, uh, my lunch because I shoveled the driveway, and then I took one. And I was like, well, this is fine. I'll just wait an hour and a half, see how I feel. And nothing was happening. So I took another one, and then they Rookie all mistake. hit. They, yeah, exactly. And they all hit about uh, two hours ago. So getting up to do the podcast was like the thought of talking at a loud volume in a microphone was almost hell. I had to lay down for a little bit uh and and recuperate but i'm here now um like i I said we've got everybody but jake tonight we're not sure what happened to him over christmas um some i was gonna try to make a joke about him being bad but you fill in the blank jake was doing something either evil or racist and that's why he's not here on the podcast (laughs) uh definitely both definitely both it was evilly racist or racistly evil give me pictures of spider-man i don't know how to read at that point not without beer you got to come back with something the sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch Up. <laughs> All right.
right, welcome back to the Tuesday Ketchup. This is your host talking. <laughs> the floor is yours. Let's have a little year-end role play. Matt, go ahead. Be me for a little bit. Please, please don't make me. <laughs> I, please, I go, hey, funny man, why don't you go to the front of the class and tell that joke again? <laughs> tell a fucking I, joke. I, I'll be Matt for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, well done. I'm glad we're all role switching. I'll be Jake. I hate... Bl- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. The shame uh, is not here to defend himself. It is. It truly is. I mean, it, the door is always open. It's not like we shit on mm-hmm. him with no invite. I mean, he is considered a host of the Tuesday Catch-Up. I don't know if he knows that, but I, if someone could remind him that uh, on Monday nights, we do need him. Um, I think he kind of ghosted us. 100%. Where he like kind of got like three fingers out the door and then squeaked part of his body out and then just slipped out in the night Can, i'll say this let me say this to give zach and gillis some credit they they quit like to our faces they're like they're they they're like hey i'm letting you know it's a clean cut like you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like when the trend started they just opened they up and ended it and uh jake has decided that that conflict i think would be too much so he is he is you gotta give him like at least like six more missed weeks we gave gillis like four years before the be official fair. quit and to <laughs> and a revamp <laughs> that's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair assessment, Harley. I'm not saying he's. I'm it not saying he's out. I, I'm never put it. Have I ever put a nail in a Tuesday ketchup host coffin? No. You, you can come no. back whenever you want. It's the, the only to, job you can quit and keep coming back. To be fair, Jake did say that he was like needed a, some time off, and we or he he basically quit, and we said no. Yeah. Well, here's <laughs> here's here's what he did. He he used very he used very vague language. He said, "Hey, I'm really busy." I need to be out for the foreseeable future. And then he joined two weeks later. So doesn't that mean like that's – and like can you ever go into a CEO's office and be like, hey, I'm going to take uh, an indefinite leave, but also I'm going to come back in two weeks, but then I might leave again indefinitely. You in know? the restaurant biz? Totally. Well, that again, you know, in this labor shortage, we could use another host, so I get it. We're, like a, I, we're a poop cast. We're in no position to be – Casting stones. <laughs> giving us the poop. Yeah, Correct. but we pay $15 uh, an hour. That's also true. We pay almost as much as McDonald's does. Just and we can't be, be replaced uh, by robots. I, I feel like after the Packers win the Super Bowl, Jake will be much more available. Post, we'll post NFL season. We'll see. We'll see. I He's, think this is the year. The, I it might it very well could be. It very well could be. Also, Nate, sidebar, thank you for playing the uh the intro music. Um I forget if we do it before or after sometimes, and sometimes I just forget. So I appreciate you having my back there. You're very welcome. And even if it cuts me off mid-sentence, I still somehow appreciate it. You know, I'm the producer of this show, and a producer's got to pr- produce, you know? And, and, and produce <laughs> you have. I mean, boy, are we, we're making a product here. Um, so your guys' Christmas was good. It was busy, busy, busy. Did you guys drive anywhere, or did everyone come to you guys? Were you hosting? We were driving. We did a lot of driving. Matt and I drove down to Chicago twice in three days. Oh, uh, there and back, both one day trips. So no, not even overnight. And we got home back to Nina at about like one o'clock in the morning each time. Um, but it's the labor of Christmas love, as they say. If if I could say one thing, a couple weeks back, whether it was on Chumming It Up or here, I said, like, if you do holidays the right way, right, especially if you're playing the away team, you're traveling in to go to the holidays, like, you should leave that weekend exhausted. You should be, like, you should be gassed from seeing all the family and friends and packing it all in. I regret that statement. I take it I take it all back. Um, we drove around all weekend. We were up late, out and about. 
that's a lot. That's a lot on the body. My stomach is not feeling good. I've, it's not been, it has not been an easy recuperation Monday, as they call it. Yeah, slow moving today for me as well. Uh, ate so much candy. Drank a lot of beer. Um, I had to hop on the bike today, sweat out my demons a little bit. <laughs> it's getting to the point where I ate so much that I feel like I'm not getting the amount of breath I was getting last week at this time. Do you know what I'm saying? I was saying the same thing. Like, I'm trying to talk, and I can hear myself doing the fat person, you know, between... <laughs> it's like the worst <laughs> thing when you hear a fat person talk for an extended period of time because they... uh that they they draw in a big breath before their next sentence to try to get more air in and i can always tell if i've had a rough couple of weeks because of that and for the rest of the podcast like, they're gonna hear that now whoever's or listening. if you're or if you're like five feet away from them and you can like hear them breathing and they're just like sitting there you're like wait a minute dude <laughs> you gotta... i hate that i hate fat people like because you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't feel like i have like the right to do that but at the same time like listening to it, like when I hear a fat person breathe like that, it makes me like like genuinely angry. I go like, why? Like, a, isn't that the telltale sign that something's wrong mechanically? Isn't that the check engine light for your lungs that says go? You know, maybe go to the YMCA. Yeah, I can hear you. Just I can't even imagine how loud it is for y- yourself. It's it's aggressive. <laughs> it's aggressive. It's aggressive. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, where did Matt go, by the way? Uh, he had husbandly duties to attend to. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, Harley, how was your Thanksgiving? You drove all the way home. Now, let, you, before, let me my, set the stage. Chris, my Thanksgiving was terrible. Christmas was good. You get it. Christmas. How was your Christmas? If I could say this, I told Harley a week ago I'd only see him for like three hours, and we came close to that number. No, we more than tripled that number. Also, for the record, I kicked Hayden's ass on the 26th just in like, you know, wrestling around as 30-year-old adult man Wait, dude, wh- just wrestling dude shut i f- had him pinned he was like crying uncle it was it was yeah. pretty embarrassing that's right i had harley at one point pinned on his back and then it was trying to coax his girlfriend and typewritering him i was <laughs> and harley's trying to buck me off and i just wasn't having it no so. you didn't get there something else was taking place and then you just decided to leverage it into a typewriter oh yeah harley was asking me to tie massage him Gay. We were practicing <laughs> techniques. <laughs> Harley's getting fucking folded up like a blanket by his girlfriend. <laughs> He'd go do the one where you pull I, my I can't arm. tell if this is a joke or not. No, this is That's 100% what's serious. That's what's happening to Matt right now. What do you yeah, think Matt's getting, duty Matt's getting done. folded like a <laughs> like a lawn chair, dude. Yeah, at one point she had Harley wrapped in like a burrito with one of his arms in front of his face, and she was just pulling on him. I was like, this just doesn't. This feels like amateur chiropractic, you know? Like it feels it feels like one wrong stretch, and Harley could be leaving here on a stretcher, you know? That's not how it goes, though. They're made to be safe, where you can just say like, "Oh, that's enough." Well. Well, we all learned this year that some things that are billed as safe sometimes cause some side effects, Harley. <laughs> and so sometimes time massage isn't the time massage you think it is. Nate, what do you think about that? So, well, I think chiropractors <laughs> are quacks anyways. So it's, you know, you know, it's dumb science to begin with. I think fucking go for it. Okay. Yeah. Hold yeah. yourself like an origami swan. I'm sure you'll be feeling great. I'll say this. Um, uh, Harley, I was kidding. Thai massage seems fairly legit. I'm just making fun, talk, poking holes. Chiropractors mm-hmm. are quacks, though. They're like, mm-hmm. because what incentive do it does a chiropractor have to actually fix you with one adjustment? They have nothing. You should come back every two weeks once you're done. Like, I, okay, I you finished- can say the same thing about doctors. What incentive do they have to heal you? They got to pay, the, they gotta no, pay they their student loans off. Yeah, they got to keep you on the hamster wheel. I'm not, I'm not conspiratorial for saying that the business model isn't exactly great if they fix you on the first day. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, I mean, you go to the doctor, you say, hey, I've got this issue. They'll give you some pills and send you out the door. If you get worse, they say come back. See, that's, so you're really yeah. only there once. But if you go to a chiropractor, they're like, well, you're really tight back here. You're going to have to come back, uh, let's say, three times a week for the next eight I, weeks. I, I disagree about the chiropractic flack right now. I like slept really funny on my stomach, and my neck was like stuck. Like I couldn't turn my head to the left like past whatever 90 degrees and on my right side I still had full range of motion and it was like just screaming pain for like a week and a half and I'm finally like I I was skeptical never had been I went and he cracked the shit out of it and then it was fixed the next day like it was like one of those cracks you just like couldn't get yourself and like to have someone that's not gonna kill you to get a crack that you can't get yourself it was it was so nice I too have been saved by a chiropractor I had a <laughs> I had a broken vertebrae in my spine, and uh, it was either six months in a back brace or go to the chiropractor. And uh, I went to the chiropractor, and within two months, I was uh, feeling great, and I uh, didn't have to be in a back brace for half a year. Is, is that a real story? Real story. I almost so, missed so, uh, so summer then, uh, team Wisconsin. Why, I hate why are you Why are you championing chiropractors are quacks like I am then? If they didn't want to be called chiroquactors, they wouldn't be named chiropractors. That's <laughs> that is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> but I will say this: I've gone to the chiropractor many, many a time in my adult life, and it's always the same. You feel a momentary high right after; you feel real good, and then they keep you coming on back for more. And you can never get that initial high they give you the first time when they snap your spine. Like you're always chasing that first big crack, and it, and then there just isn't Ooh. one, you know. I'm pretty I, I'm pretty sure I like started tripping. There must have been some don't, <laughs> some laden dude, some laden shit in you, the spinal fluid. You know what I mean, dude. You know what I mean. You leave there, you feel all fucking warm and shit because someone just hey, I think it's because you cheated death. Someone just had their hands around your neck, told you to breathe, and then snapped it 90 degrees to the other side, and you just you just went about. It was a Wednesday at 9:30 a.m. Like somebody who could be hungover just grabbed your neck and snapped it and like that's a high in itself to just succumb to you know you don't know what's going on like what if they're what if i was a chiropractor and they found out that i maybe had had a few chewy little candies that made me see stars and i played video games three hours the other day would they trust me to break their back the next morning no, no. you would have never got your doctor's license with that kind of that's decision that's making. so not true my work my work my work ethic died the day i graduated college as does most doctors they they get out they they get into that's... the league and they coast so false. That's so Can true, dude. Something? Lazy quacks, all of them. What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're you're talking about the high you get when you're crack when you get your neck cracked. Think about the high you get cracking that neck, almost killing somebody <laughs> every <laughs> day. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. That's why they want you to keep going back because chiropractors are addicted to breath <laughs> to, to cheating yeah. death, dude. Do you? I mean, they are basically like they could. They could misplace an index finger, and you are going to be like swallowing your own tongue on the table. Just <laughs> next time, if I go to the chiropractor and he doesn't lean over and go, I could kill you if I wanted to, <laughs> and crack my neck, I'm going to be so pissed, dude. I mean, how do you even get people to relax when they're in your arms? And you go, all right, take a deep breath. Like I, just, there's a lot of variability when you get in those uh, soft sciences like chiropractic or Thai massage because you're depending on someone else to let you do their job. Acupuncture. Lucy got a dry needle. And her shoulder like has been ruined for almost two years. Like had to actually go seek treatment because these morons with a, a half degree are doing these soft sciences. They're poking her with needles and 
shit. They're hitting nerves. It's like, hey, maybe don't touch it. How does that sound? Yeah. Chiropractor. I got hit on by an uh-huh. acupuncturist while I was moving to futons once. Yeah. Uh, I had to set up a futon at this fucking quacks house. <laughs> and uh, it was like this big leather futon. And it was just me and this pulling up in this big white van. <laughs> and uh, I like set it up. I was all sweaty. She brought me some lemonade and like sat oh, down on the, on the futon. <laughs> Were you guys and, recording? Uh, this is when you moved to LA, right? Yeah, this is this this, <laughs> this scene in Iowa City, and um, <laughs> I was uh, I don't know maybe nineteen or twenty, and uh, she like sits down and starts like rubbing the couch, like come here, sit down. And I'm like, oh, I I have to go. <laughs> I, I slammed the whole thing of lemonade and like sat it down. I go, oh, thank you, and she like gave me a ten dollar tip, and I was did out she of there. Wipe the sweat off your forehead with her bra, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Nate's, Nate's no. trying to walk out of the house, and he feels three needles right to his neck, and he's just <laughs> yeah. like, oh no, he's got a blow dart. And twelve hours later, I woke up, <laughs> not there anymore. I was not wrapped there. in the futon was, in the dumpster. I was back in my bed. <laughs> my hands were down my pants. <laughs> <laughs> with a glass full of lemonade next to you <laughs> so Kyra, so anything anyways all modern medicine quacks that's where <laughs> let's, let's go ahead. can we start there as a base agreement of this whole thing i'm kidding mm-hmm. oh, um, everyone's a quack so anyways harley how was the rest of your weekend besides faking that uh uh you beat me up because it didn't happen no dude i whooped your ass uh the rest of the weekend was great um i think i rode the line well between like coming home exhausted and coming home like with with enough energy to get back uh i feel like i like had a good balance so feel good going into the week i don't have to work all week so just hanging out until new year's is pretty great can i can i talk about oh, the yeah. shirt dad got you for christmas or is that one of your wine shirts? oh please please do all right so we went to my dad's last night for christmas which i mean those of you loyal listeners of the tuesday catch-up craig i mean a character through and through uh <laughs> and craig question Here's my favorite part about Craig, right? Generally on Christmas, you send the person a list. They get something off the list or something very close to the list. My dad doesn't even want lists for me, Harley, and Cassie because he takes it upon himself to give the gift that he wants to see you open. Not the gift you want, (laughs) not even the gift he wants, but a gift he would like. Like He wants to see how you react when he gives you something. So we went there last night. And to start, may I add, sidebar, we walk in and Harley lets out this otherworldly blood-curdling scream. Scream. My dad bought an Aztec death whistle and just has it in the house. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which I joked and said he should have it as his horn for his car. Like, can you imagine him in the summer someone cuts him off and he just lets the death whistle out the side door? I mean, just, hey, without without actually hearing it, it sounds like like imagine like a chimp shrieking, but like yes. ten times louder as it's being like stabbed. Like like pulled like apart, ripped apart. It. it is one of these it's a haunting sound. Does Craig live in a, an apartment or wherever he lives that like yes um, would call mm-hmm. the cops yes call the cops on that or that they just like that's normal in the apartment? Well, well when my my dad has probably gotten a bit five of a, times in an hour. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot. I'm, I'm sure we were towing the line on you know day after Christmas of how many times you can blow a death whistle out the door. <laughs> But I think they've yep. come to expect because my dad will sit on his back porch and just like heckle the neighbors like he's just, <laughs> he's just <laughs> yelling at people. They understand like what kind of what's going on there, you know? He's kind of gotten ingratiated into the neighborhood like, oh, that's just Craig. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Craig's mm-hmm. old death whistle again. Like, I, it just yeah. is what it so, is. So I saw Craig pre-Christmas. Yes. Um, yeah, you fucked up our beer somebody- order, dude. He told me to tell you that live on the podcast. You blew it. Oh. 
how did I blow it? He gave you <laughs> a distinct a distinct list, and then you uh, and then you uh, you uh, you oh, gave I think him I, I think I didn't have one four pack that was gone, but he was asking me questions on what he, I should, what I think that your girlfriends would like, and I gave him a couple solid answers, but I'm pretty positive that he didn't go with any of them. But let's hear it. Was one the lemon pie? No, I said I was like. Oh, we were talking on the podcast, you know, like slippers, fuzzy blanket, yeah. can't go wrong. And then I don't know if Craig even wants me to say what he said. I heard he wanted to get a chastity belt. Uh, yep, chastity okay. belt. He goes, he, what about a chastity belt? He thought that was the like the, the funniest thing. So we'll have him on next week to debrief on his Christmas presents. We'll, we'll, we'll get, shoot yeah, him an invite and he can join. Now, but here's what we're getting to is we all open our presents. Now, my dad found a website that basically takes Facebook memes and puts them on T-shirts. Like like the, you know those sayings, right? Like the old, right? tar- the old sassy- targeted ads you would get for T-shirts. Correct, yeah. Sure. Or like those sassy sayings and stuff you'd see like with just like the playing background of the sassy saying and like a mom will re- or repost it on Facebook where it's like, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Like those kind of shirts. Mm-hmm. So he oh, got, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, he got what was one of mine. Uh, you find it offensive, I find it funny. That's why I'm happier than you. Uh, and then I think <laughs> I, I want to say Lucy got a. Uh, it's your fault you left me unsupervised. <laughs> was uh-huh. one of oh, that's good. That's good. Now the best one was hard. Sarah's, Sarah's was underestimate me. That'll work. Oh out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was like that is like a nightmare for someone in customer service if you walk up there <laughs> ready to go to war yes. for a return. After Christmas. <laughs> um, Harley's was the coup de gras though. Uh, uh, it said in, it had uh, red and white and blue stars, and it said "Think while it's still legal." <laughs> oh my god! What? What passive aggressive store does Craig shop at? I dude, in. he's like, there's a website and hundreds of them, hundreds. I mean, I'm wow. I'm gonna keep going back. I was like, dude, my god, I love it. <laughs> I, I just a, it was a Craig Christmas. I do love that. Yeah. So you always know, like, it's always just a different kind of Christmas vibe. You always know you're in for a good time when you go to Papa Fred's for Christmas. Like, it's not a traditional Christmas. Like, we got hibachi and then we went home and had Perkins pie and opened up the, the gift bags my dad curates. <laughs> I would call them curations. They're not and gifts. They're, and played spoons. And yeah. So it was good stuff. Um, I would love to be in a gift exchange with Craig next year. Me too. We could do. We can include let's, him in. Let's a, do a Tuesday catch up white elephant. Yeah, here's what we do. Yeah. We, we, oh, yeah. no, no, we, we all put in. We all put in like twenty bucks, and we have him go shopping on our behalf and give us all gifts yeah. tailored to like what he thinks we would all need. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we open 100%. them live on the cast. Yeah, we open That's them live on the better. cast. A little Patreon gift opening, or just on the podcast gift opening. Um, That's beautiful stuff. Any other Christmas things? What do we else we got going? Any other good stories from the weekend? Is this to the group? Yes, yeah, to anybody. Uh, else. We we survived a game of Monopoly with uh with our cousins. Um, nobody died, and we're all still friends. Mm-hmm. Dude, last time we played Monopoly, I slapped Cassie in the face, like no joke. Just cl- <laughs> I, I mean, I clogged her. She. So my dad is a rap scout who would he would do under the table business deals during Monopoly. Like he would like he yeah, would be yeah, drawing yeah. alliances, right? And I think I I uh, was. We were three plus hours deep up north, and I was exhausted. <laughs> I just wanted to be like I was just I was hanging on by a thread, and I think I hit the boardwalk. And she had the choice to like let me go or side with my dad, and she sided with my dad. And I just stood up and slapped her. I was like, "You bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I dude, I was in so much trouble. Like Monopoly, dude. That is that is not only a war of attrition, but it's like it's literally the Lord of the Rings series. Like by the time you like the characters are exhausted when you finish that game. Oh yeah. 
it, it, it was a blast. We had a lot of laughs and I, we didn't get so deep in it though, where like it started getting cutthroat, like we we're inches away. And then we started um, eating dinner, eating dinner, and then like got into gifts and all this stuff. So like the, the, we had a stop where right before everyone killed each sure. other. We got to the point where they're like half the board had a few houses and maybe a hotel yeah. and like that's it where just it starts to get really a little just intense. Ramp up. The tipping yeah. point right. where like your bank could clear out in two rounds of the board. Like you might you mm-hmm. you're hoping for big numbers or just to land on your own shit because otherwise you're fucked. Someone's been saving up the railroads all game and somebody lands on the fourth. They're just devastating. Yeah. I mean, I, whoever created Monopoly, I get it. I, I mean, props to them, but my God, I mean, not a great, not a great situation. The, the best though. So we have a cousin, Connor, I think he listens, uh, join the Patreon. Um, but he, he's diehard Monopoly fan and we've got a brand new edition um, that was sitting there waiting for us. And the first chance card is grab all the one hundred dollar bills out of the out of the bank and throw them in the air, and everybody can try and catch them. And if you catch one out of the air, you get to keep it. And he's like, "What the fuck is this game? Like, this isn't a chance." And he was losing his marbles, and everyone was pretty turned up at that time too. And we were fucking dying, dude. It was so funny. Yeah, it was great. He was like, "This is not in the original, dude." Uh, but uh, actually, the, the original Monopoly was invented uh, as initially an anti-capitalistic game to True. teach you about the horrors of capitalism. Fact check, Nate. I mean, I slap my. I mean, I slap my sister <laughs> over it. So I. I mean, no, I'm kind of. I'm seeing true. it. Yeah. I, I mean, I. I am anti-Monopoly. You were. You were pro-mob at that point, Hayden. Hundred <laughs> percent. Started strong-arming people. I mean, listen. Board. If you want something done, <laughs> get a big stick. What could I tell you? <laughs> okay. Hey. hey hey oh oh but no i mean nate i completely agree i think by the end of a game of monopoly like money does shouldn't matter because you can always just steal from the bank or like make a deal there's always a deal that can get made always a deal flip the board let's <laughs> burn it all down <laughs> it's the shadiest person who comes out on top mm-hmm. it's the deal makers it's yeah it's, it's the gobble whoever's willing to get shit done dude it's the fucking a gobble ghoul that wins monopoly it's the fucking greasy palms and fucking good family ties that wins you a game of monopoly in the real world uh hey, hey oh um all right i think we should move on to wine or shine what do you guys think oh yeah bro why not hey, all right mate it is time to wine or shine the it, intro music grows on me every week. I know. It's, I it's, it. it's doing something. Uh, it is the segment where we complain about something that's bothering us, shine light on something we love, um, or just, you know, called attention to something we, uh, we liked and, and really liked. Uh, or saw and really liked. I'm sorry. Uh, my shine, casino table games. Can I, I'm going to start with that. Uh, I had my gig up at the casino in Michigan, and I'm not a casino guy. I'm afraid to bet money, all that stuff. But and I hate penny slots, right? To see you put twenty bucks in and then you watch it disappear before your eyes, right? In five spins, you could have nothing. I mean, I kind of I get the yeah. allure of like playing with a penny, but like, eh, it doesn't. Ha- I I don't have. I don't feel like I have an impact on it. So I got convinced to sit down at the Spanish twenty-one table, which is blackjack just without all the tens. So it's like six decks or whatever they pull the tens. Anyways, 
it means that busting, getting over 21, is much harder for everybody at the table. And I sat down, and we had just enough people in our group to have every seat but two. And I just fucking loved it, dude. I didn't understand it for a while. And so part of the fun was trying to get the dealer to laugh because I would make fun of how stupid the casino was. I was like, I mean, I was like, you guys are in Michigan, and your branding is a tropical getaway. I'm like, this doesn't feel like it doesn't feel right. And he starts giggling. And I'm like, also, you're an enabler. Did you know that? I was like, do you know what you do to these people? <laughs> and he's like, no, I want you to win when I win whatever. And then apparently you can't say fuck at a casino table. Did you know this? Did not. Yeah, you can't say the F word. And I, he told me that. I said, that's fucking stupid as a joke. And that like the instant laugh, like the, the joke that way. But then I'm like, I feel like you make up a lot of these rules as you go along. I'm like, if I ask that guy, is he going to say the same thing? Like I was just, just like ripping on these dudes because they were all very scary people. <laughs> um, and then they were getting mad at me for not betting enough money. I was only betting the minimum. And I ended up doubling my money. And I remember walking out of the table uh, and I was just like, man, I see – why people lose their houses and lives on it. Like one of the dealers was telling me about a guy who was down 30,000 and was still playing, like Jesus. could not be pulled from the table. And they're like, dude, you're, at, I mean, that's your house, dude. You're done. You're, you've, you've officially like spent your mortgage on, Get uh, on a payment plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude. that guy was just enjoying the beach mindset. He was probably listening to a bunch of the Jimmy Buffett Christmas tunes and, after listening to that, we know it's a state of mind. The beach isn't a place. The, yeah, the, the beach is right here. The beach is the, the friends you made along the way. <laughs> the island's in your mind. The island is a state of Here's mind. Here's another cigarette and a Jack and Coke. Yes. You can't put a price on that. Um, my second shine is a good Christmas sweater. I mean, there's nothing better than when you knock it out of the park and you get yourself a good Christmas sweater that you can ride through the season that consistently gets compliments. Because if you nail it, you're the festive, funny guy. And you get to be that, like, you know what I'm saying? You get instant credibility. You get a little bit of, like, you could get a little drunk on eggnog and say something inappropriate at Christmas because you're the funny guy in the sweater. Like, you you, you bought yourself some good graces to be a little bit looser with the holiday traditions. I don't have to say thanks a whole lot. I could fart or belch at the dinner table because I'm wearing a funny sweater. It doesn't, this guy's so he's just so fast i never thought about it as armor like that That's it, great. it truly is That's I, pretty great. yeah yeah it's a game changer all all week i was like oh i can do no wrong i'm just i'm just here i am just <laughs> i'm like the the drunk guy at the cubicle just talking the talking the smack a little bit so so shine on that nate nate and i took full advantage of this uh this year not to the degree that you are, but next year, I mean, no rules mm-hmm. now that we know this, but we both were wearing women's 3XL cardigans um, that had some pretty impressive stitching, I do declare. Mine had bells. Okay, so very Christmassy in that respect? Very ugly Christmas sweaters. Authentic old ladies, large old ladies, um, fit our stature. And we wore it to uh two family christmas one family christmas for sure yeah matt and i are built like old librarians <laughs> just some just Chill. some absolute heavies the ladies with it's the with the, yeah. with the with the with the big old crease between their elbow and their arm yeah. <laughs> and, you got an elbow and they, on and, their on the outside of yeah yeah elbow. yeah it's just a little nub on the end and they type with one finger with, and their glasses always sit uh, like this their triceps are little porch swings Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 when it you was the, it was the right size, the length just wasn't you know it went to like right here, but that thing I still had more forearm to give, dude. It was when, stretchy too. When it was late, like knitted. 
when ladies get that fat too, they all talk the same. They go, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Nice. They just That's don't have nice. time for you. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, their their actual biological clock is ticking on life. They're they, <laughs> oh, it's they don't a, no, t- it's talk. <laughs> they don't. They, I mean, they're living on borrowed time. They ain't got no time for a kid who forgot his lunch tickets. Well, did you? you, guys did, are- you did you call your mom? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, that's for the. You guys are folks. making me want to go to a thrift store and load up after Christmas for next year. I Dude. like. I had a whole stash and collection in college, and I don't know what happened to them, but they oh. dissipated. I'm down to zero ugly that's Christmas. That's what happens to them. They just disappear and move on to another family. Yeah, and that's why you just have to buy a new one every year or two. Yeah. I, I will say I've come you, around. You try to wear one every year. Yeah, you gotta have. I mean, I, it's just nice to find some, like find your anchor for the year. You know, center yourself on one. I will say this: I am not a fan of people who alter the sweater at all. If you, it should be worn as is. Like you said, if it's a three XL women's, slap that bitch on. You're wearing it as is. I in college don't even wash bed. it. Yeah, exactly. Right. It should smell like old lady. It should smell like Arby's or like a bagged lunch from a fridge. It should smell like that. But I made the mistake of trying back when I was a real douchebag, not the douche I am today. Nate, thank you for um, uh, I was doing <laughs> hey, your I wasn't, right. wasn't going to say anything. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> back in college, I cut the <laughs> sleeves off of a sweater that was so perfect when it was sleeved. And I, I have never stopped regretting it. Like I, every year I look at it, I go, this was the best sweater I've ever owned. And I butchered it for the sake of a bicep that really was just I was skinny. You know, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So this That's is a why I'm PSA. Not skinny. I don't have the urge to rip sleeves off. Bingo. Preservationary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this is a PSA for anyone out there. If you're doing Christmas sweaters or anything, don't alternate them. It's that just like because it should be a. It's a. It's the blockchain. There's a finite amount of Christmas sweaters out there. So let's keep them in circulation and not. Uh, let's not be chopping them up into pieces. All right. That's that's my two to start. I will come back to more wine or shines after this. Um, Matt, we're going to you next. Wine or shine. Hell yeah. I got a little wine shine combo here. Uh, first, I'm going to shine. Uh, man, finding a new band that you can really dig into and almost mm. get obsessed with is addicting as all get out. It's been a while for me, but um, one of the bands I really dug into, uh, I'm going to go see them live for the first time in uh, February. And I'm pretty jacked off right now for that. <laughs> Matt, you got to tell us who it is. Yeah, well, come on, man. It's it's this band called Grady Spencer in the work. Oh. And he's like a um, Fort Worth, Texas guy. This is the first time he's coming up this far north. He's hitting Chicago. I'm hitting this dive bar uh, in, in Chicago called Carol's Pub. It's like a country western bar. Um, but he does like alternative country rock. And it's jams, dude. He He rips it. It's pretty great. Nice. Fucking A. So I don't know if anyone has any bands they're like obsessed with right now, but it's been a it's been a hot minute since Spotify uh Discover Weekly has given me an absolute gem. Especially when you go see that gem for the first time. Like when you're turned on to a band oh. and you find out there are other people who have like also you know, like run that same structure, like, yeah, to stumble upon them and they're fucking great. And you're like, Oh, I can see yeah. how it happens. Like I can see how the pop happens for them. And then also, it's just super sweet to see them live because you're like, I know all the words, and you almost feel special because they're small yet, and you're like, Haha, look at me, getting a bit mm-hmm. before the trend. Oh, I like that. Well, and this is like a band too that uh, I, I play at the brewery every once in a while when I'm bartending, and uh, I'd say seven out of ten times when I'm playing them on there, like YouTube Live, someone goes, "Who is that?" 
No, my Grady Spencer in the work. I, I've been a fan. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big follower. Just, just so you know, <laughs> dude. Wait, can I say this? Is there anything harder than tell it like not be like not telling someone you were a fan of something first? Like I get, I know we make fun of those people, but it is so fucking hard not to let someone know that you were in it before they were. You're like I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh, my yeah. soul, like I, I like I will shatter as a person if I don't let you know that I liked it before you did for like or before mm-hmm. they were popular. You know what I'm saying? Because I just you know they know. already cool. know that. If they have to ask what it is. They clearly don't know and you do and they, they like they already know that you're more of a fan than they currently are. well but the, i'm Pretty talking about the scenario where like we both know of a band nate we just stumbled upon it but i stumbled oh. upon it a year prior to you and you go have you heard this band they're so good i'm going to see it. and i go yeah i fucking just like i'm their first fan ever and you're like love them. or like we both are mutually agreeing how much we love them but i can't stop sliding into the conversation like yeah i mean when they released their first album in 2016 onto the label yeah. of this, like yeah, i like i'm spitting yeah. fat and, and i go and i can i hear myself doing it i go that is so annoying hayden like can you yeah. stop oh, and i go yeah, no so i can't I saw him two years ago at such and such place and you're like oh yeah. fucking real cool or you're at the concert <laughs> someone's like yeah they've been listening to him for a while and i'm like yeah i actually before they got the new bassist like i was in before that so they, they, i didn't know if you knew that but they got one in 2017 that's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> no, Phil feels pretty good, but not as good as the original bassist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> the sound just isn't as full. Mm-hmm. Just can't be the original. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I'll, I'll a quick whine. Uh, I'm a very forgetful guy, i.e., forgetting to flush the toilet, forgetting to push the start on the dishwasher. You know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, uh, I forgot the cord today for this. So I had to I had to run back home halfway to Oshkosh to pick up the cord so Nate could have a mic. Um, but my real wine comes from forgetting Christmas presents under the tree on your way to the Christmas celebration with your family. Yeah, <laughs> I was about forty minutes into the trip um, and realized I left it under the tree. And it was our one present we had to bring. Uh, and so I had to stop at TJ Maxx and spend $40 on getting a new present. And it's still you get the same out. thing at least. Nope. Totally different. They didn't have what I was looking for. No. <laughs> it was for a little kid. And I, oh, it's, it was oh that's the worst. Cause you um, can't do like the slip of paper in a box. Like whenever a gift I order doesn't get there in time, I just like put a picture of it in a box and I go, <laughs> yeah, sorry. also no one does that. I did not know what was happening this year when I opened. <laughs> Wait, that, that's not like a regular thing that ha- people don't normally do. That it's no. coming in the mail. Yeah, I, dude. If I want you to open something, you know, so if I forgot it or it didn't come in time, whatever the situation, I yeah. will wrap an empty box with a piece of paper and be like, "Hey, it is coming. It is purchased and paid for. This is coming to you." Because I go, "What are you going to do?" Like, not a lot of people besides kids, right? Kids will pick up, open, and play with the, whatever they get right then and there. But adults, like, dude, I don't dig into my Christmas presents till like February most times. Yeah. I mean, I, I just have to moral of the story is when I have a task at hand, I need to staple that goddamn list to my forehead and make <laughs> sure I check it out. Dude, I'm a big I'm a big believer in setting iPhone alarms that have a label of all the things that need to be in the car. So mm. like three minutes before my ETA, it'll be like charger box fan, like whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and it's all comes up my screen and go, oh, shit, because I'll generally be packing the car at that time. So I'm a big phone alarm yeah. guy. Not just because notes app doesn't have a reminder. The tasks doesn't have a reminder. You got to use something that yells at you. That's yeah, smart. I'm a, I'm a, I have a whiteboard in my room and I write on that anytime I'm leaving. I'm yes. like, I go through, check them off. Give a the, the, the list is the only way that us stubings can survive. Mm hmm. 
<laughs> we <laughs> those are our lifeline. We die. We, we die without. If we don't, it says breathe. Oh. Like every morning, it's <laughs> wake up. Breathe. <laughs> I, I have a funny story. I I came downstairs in my college house one time. And my roommate started doing to do lists, and the first thing on his to do list was wake up. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Hey man, even David like was, good momentum. Even, yeah, even David Goggins like, says you got to do something, man. Just got to cross it off yeah. your list. He's like, "Yeah, I just like crossing something off." I'm like, "Are you not gonna wake up one morning?" <laughs> oh fuck! We, he, need, we need to uh, we need to write a skit where there's a guy who like reads a uh, uh, self uh, help book, and it's like make a list of everything you have to accomplish that day. And he like wakes up and he looks over to his list and it says breathe. And he goes, it's <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> like sit up, checks it off. Dude, left foot, right foot, left foot, or, right foot, left he, foot. He right forgets foot. to cross it's off like wake up. It's like an absurdly long to do list. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He he forgets to he forgets to wake up and all of a sudden like, it's like just sitting in an empty kitchen. You just hear him bolt back through the door. Jesus Christ! Gets across it off. I almost forgot to wake up. If this has got legs, boys. This yeah. has got legs. Yeah. Number two on the list is check off breathing. <laughs> Every item's followed by cross off and re <laughs> replace marker. <laughs> Everything's a list down to the Yeah. That's how to be that's how to be fucking an alpha in today's world, dude. Alpha. Lists. Lists. Any other wine or shines, Matt? That's it for me. Beautiful. Well done. Harley, wine or shine. Uh I got I got a couple. Yeah, baby. I've got a shine, and this reminds me a little bit of what you were talking about. Mine's not to table games, but it's to making people who are, whether you're at a restaurant or just at a retail place or wherever you're at, just bringing somebody else in on the fun and making them laugh. Uh, when we were at Hibachi, <clears throat> Cassie had a pretty bad sore throat. She was talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Every time she would talk, we would we'd just start laughing and then we were laughing so hard that our waitress started laughing. Well, cause she's like, what do you want? Cause like, she would order. Water. <laughs> and the waitress is like, okay. So that was really fun. Uh, fuck. I had another shine. Oh, Boy, when you my... give a Fredrickson an inch, Oh, I did. We, we smell blood in the water. Everybody went back on it. I said she sounded like the villains from the movie Us, like the ones where they're coming from the underground. We ate rabbit raw. <laughs> uh, the untethered. That's what it is. The tethered. You get it. Oh, that's funny. My shine was to trying new board games. Every time I go to Sarah's for the holidays, there's. Like her brother has a lot of board games and he brings the one that I haven't played before pretty much every single time that everyone's back. So just try and try new board games and like once you get all the rules, you like instantly get competitive. Like the first like three rounds, you're like just figuring it out. You're like, haha, I'm not gonna take it seriously. And then as soon as you figure out, you're like, Oh, I got a shot at winning. You know? <laughs> you just start like fun. start like, yeah, blocking people. That was really good. But at the same point, really old school games. I also played Mario Party this past weekend. Oh, so just man. games in general. Oh, so great. Games at Christmas. Games at holidays are fun because you get the characters who normally won't engage in that kind of activity playing with you. Like a funny uncle or like just somebody Somebody comes in. Like we did, uh, well, hardly us, we did headbands or the heads up game. And my mom playing that is always funny. Like just it's just crazy to watch mm -hmm. people who don't normally jump in on the action, jumping in and, and doing the whole thing and watch them get all riled up, especially if they had a few. Totally, and I had a wine, but I lost it. It's it'll come to me, but you can skip me. Okay. It's in the ether. Yeah, Nate, can I squeeze in a shine before I pass back? 
Go for it. Go right. for it. Nate, I think you'll agree with this one. But like I'm uh, my shine is when your siblings get cool significant others. Like there's nothing there's nothing better when they when they like cuz there's nothing worse when they bring up someone who doesn't fit the mold and you're like god like just it's just not it. You know, like I can't be fully me mm. or it feels like I'm being mean or whatever versus Harley and Cassie like in, like ev- like everybody in our family has done a great job of surrounding themselves with f- people who can hang, who kind of get it what's going on and like obviously, you know, Anna to you man like I'm sure it like fits right in at family functions. It goes, yeah, this is just eat like it's just the best when you're the sibling who doesn't have to fake mm-hmm. it or like make stupid Stupid, cheesy jokes. I don't like cheesy jokes. I want to tell. I want to make fun of you and have you make fun of me, kind of thing. And uh, we've done a good job at our family. And I think. I think you know. You guys have done it as well. Yeah, I think we're doing all right. That's a good chat. We, we had a pretty damn good time last night. Yeah, yeah. I would say all the all the fam uh, has good sig others. Sig others. Sig others. Sig others. my quick yeah. shine to sneak in there. Uh, all right, Nate. Uh, wine or shine. Uh, I'm going to shine Um, people videos of people in virtual reality uh, running into walls or like diving into TV I'll put together a compilation on our Instagram page tomorrow like like the children running into uh, the glass mirrors and mirror mazes Um, but these virtual reality videos are just so funny and the more prevalent is virtual reality gets uh, and the more out of touch the older generation gets, it's just going to be a mind meld of fantastic videos coming down the pipeline. Can I say that I'm I'm scared that I might actually in- embrace the metaverse? Whoa! Like VR, I don't I, I don't VR want is pretty to. Fun. I think it's I think it's going to I think it's going to kill us all. I think it's the end of the world. But I have like this haunting feeling that I'm going to get like pure pressure to enter sucked in one day, and that's going to be just it. Like I'm just going to fall off the like it's going to be over. And I think I'm going to try to get famous in the metaverse. You know, just do a, just do a hard reset and try and and, and move to uh, L.A. in the metaverse. <laughs> well, it's like, what, what would have happened if you got in Matt, on Matt day one on yeah, Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why don't I just why don't I just pretend I'm a famous person on the metaverse and become like just live this whole life? Because at the end of the day, right? If I, whatever I sign off for eight hours to sleep, but then I'm but then I'm I'm the I'm a a, a, a prince in the metaverse. I mean, I might accidentally get too into it. I, I can see that. Fun. I don't know, man. I think I think you, when you finally wake up and you're just surrounded in garbage, <laughs> like it's just it's like a gray, dingy apartment. But I come from like a lavish lounge and I unplug. I take my goggles off. I go, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, you try to plug back in as fast as possible. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I'm still broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, no, back to the metaverse. I go. Yeah, just yeah. hook up to a catheter and a feeding tube. Um, yeah, so I, but I agree, Nate. Those videos are absolutely hilarious. It's the only thing that's going to keep the metaverse at bay is continuing to have people injure themselves while trying to enter the metaverse. <laughs> I wonder if you can sue the Zuck for that. Mm. No, dude, he's. I mean, Facebook has nineteen Facebook companies. I'd imagine they're not. Uh, they they're so protected. Would- What'd you got? Harvey? Seventeen company shield. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You'd be like suing just... Facebook Switzerland or something like that. I'd be like, yeah, we have three employees, and like one of them is a dog. Like, you're not going to yeah. be able to sue us. They'd be you're just telling fine. me that a lady can win a million dollar lawsuit for spilling hot coffee on herself in McDonald's, and I can't run into my TV nose first. Well, did you ever see? Listen, did you ever see the yeah. HBO documentary on that? That, that was... coffee was like 
80 degrees hotter than it should have been. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, listen, it was, it was a McDonald's in the 90s. Yeah, dude, you'll never burn yourself on hot coffee in the metaverse. I don't know. what <laughs> My McDonald's is going to run smoothly. I'm going to found McDonald's in the metaverse. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going yeah. to become the Ray Kroc of that. But to your point, Matt, that was a different generation, right? That was before yeah. McDonald's realized just how vulnerable they were. So now there's like, you know, you'd be suing McDonald's customer service. It's a whole different company than the regular McDonald's that makes That's the burgers. True. That's true. Yeah, so, you know, just to to have that little nugget for you. It's all the Matrix. Oh, I remembered my wine. Hit it. <laughs> Being disappointed by something that you know nobody fucking cares about and doesn't really matter. My <laughs> fantasy football team was getting absolutely demolished. In the <laughs> and I was trying to talk to Hayden about it because, like, NFL Red Zone was on. He's like... Oh, cool, dude. Wait, tell me more. He just like sarcastically kept asking questions and it just like sank in. I'm like, I, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. I told Harley that I have Only a little the person who's kicking my ass cares. I told Harley I have a little booklet of questions to ask when another grown man tries to talk to you about their fantasy football team. Oh my God. What is, what was my first one? Harley? Oh my God. Like what, what pick in the draft did you have? Like I just asked like the same <laughs> six questions to get out of a fantasy football conversation. Yeah. You go, dude, you got to have a high seed, right? Like, did you get a buy? <laughs> did you get fucked with injuries, dude? I bet you did. I just, so I just regurgitated all of them to Harley and man, I felt like a in real like a matter of 30 in like 15 seconds. Oh yeah. I didn't even let you have an answer. Just so really, it, you made the point. You made the point. <laughs> I just, I just stopped checking it after a while. I was like, it's over. Uh, what's going on on your end over there, you two? Something bad happened? You live over there? No, we're alive. I just that reminded me to Nick's check just my exceptionally still my <laughs> fantasy football, and uh, I have one player left, and uh, I need Dude, one point. How many points does he need? One point. <laughs> what if they, what happens if they do like an adjustment? Does that mean you like you're in the championship? What was your buy-in? Yes. How many guys are in your league? Is it a keeper? Is it a dynasty? Stop it. <laughs> it's just, I'm just kidding. It. Well, I'm PPR. just All right. No yeah. dynasty. PPR. <laughs> There's 12 guys. Oh Buy-in's 25 yeah. bucks, but you know, you get some good money out of it because it's 12 guys. So yeah, any if, other question? If, if, anyone, if anyone listening to the podcast wants my fantasy football, how to get out of a fantasy football conversation with a grown man, hit me up on Instagram. I will uh, I will put together a little <laughs> ebook for you. Free download. A five-step process. It's, it is, it is the, the <laughs> 10 best questions to get out of a fantasy football conversation with a relative. <laughs> so that's what I got. Honestly, people might pay for that digital download. Oh, a little di- Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> give me your, you know, I'm, a, I'm big on conversions, dude. I'll put in a little ebook on the website. Um, maybe it'll be Tuesday catch up merch. Maybe we'll explain the merch store and just start putting out random bullshit on there. Uh, Nate, mm-hmm. the worst part, the worst part about it, Hayden, actually one more thing. It's just that <laughs> I, realized right. I, was, I realized I was a guy trying to talk about his fantasy football team. That yeah. was the worst realization. Oh yeah. Dude, it's, it, it, when you realize you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself <laughs> capture someone's oh, attention no. at a Christmas party and not let it go when they're trying to watch the game. <laughs> like, I don't care if one of my, if I start looking like Steve Buscemi, cause one of my eyes is watching the TV and the other one's trying to keep an eye contact with you and <laughs> drop the conversation. It's over, Chief. Wrap it up and go home. But well, you, uh, didn't even, you didn't even give me the benefit of a Buscemi well, look. Well, because you I love you. Questions. Yeah. Well, because I love you, right? If I if I genuinely like if I'm trying to save face with you, I'll do the whole Steve Buscemi. But, I feel like I have to be polite. Yeah. To if, you. But if I but, but if I love you, I'm gonna tell you straight up, you're bugging the shit out of me with your fantasy football questions. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like that goes for anything, right? Like if you hear someone giving you a mm-hmm or the same responses over and over again, you can like Jeff like feel them shifting away. Just wrap it up, dude. Like it's hard to tell someone mm-hmm. they're annoying you, which is why we have things. 
called nonverbal cues. But I've grown to learn <laughs> that in the last 12 months, a lot of the people I surround myself with have Asperger's and they don't recognize them. And so Definitely. it's it's on us. They don't us. understand when you put the fake gun in your mouth. Yeah, when I go, I go. <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> Uh-huh. What what pick did I'm you get Stefan Diggs in? <laughs> I mean, what, who did you keep last year? I don't care. Or you, like oh, or they're showing you videos. I've t- I'm not going to get on this whole tangent. Nate Winerscheid. <laughs> well, I was going to whine about my fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. Um I'm going to shine uh about the goddamn pyramids of Egypt, the great pyramids of Egypt. The great best pro shops. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get on tangents on the YouTube as you two conspiracy theorists sure. would probably understand. Agreed. Um Been there. <laughs> There isn't a single so my recent my most recent one is how there's no uh hieroglyphs or drawings or records of how they cut the bricks, how they cut the rocks, the granite, or the pyramids, the uh teepnitsa or whatever. Uh these crazy, like super, super precise cuts on these rocks that are like you know, there's holes drilled in them, stuff that we literally couldn't do with our modern technology. And um, they were doing it uh, in, you know, the old the days stony. of yore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nate, we couldn't do this with our old technology. They just made bricks, but bigger. Yeah. How do you melt? <laughs> how do you how do you build granite? You know, I know. now I, I I spent three hours watching yeah, this while my dad that? napped. You don't have a crane. Uh, the episode of how the ancient periods and there is there's a lot of debate that say the ancient aliens did come down and build those pyramids. Like there was like, yeah, well, they like they at least gave us the blueprints slash. Yeah, there's a lot the- of debate about that on ancient aliens. Oh, <laughs> dude it was on the history channel i mean that's here's the thing is they should you know it's real they shouldn't have that on the history channel like shouldn't that be all facts like <laughs> when they yeah. started predicting <laughs> I, it just feels like a tough branding you know like yeah we are the history channel but it's kind of like whatever we want to make it you know <laughs> we, we <laughs> it's like being a news channel today a little bit dude they were kind of just making it up as they go along but you you think that it was just, are you like shining the fact that like just such an architectural feat or do you also think that aliens maybe had a hand in this uh i'm well i guess i'm shining aliens because uh, they mm. definitely had a hand in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah according to the history TV According to the History the channel, channel in 2009. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and the guy with the poofy hair. Like, the guy who... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's basically... He's the he's History Channel's Bob Ross. Like, they they put that guy on for eight or nine hours at a clip, and he will just tell you all the things you need to hear about aliens. Definitely. But the, the craziest thing is that there's no images, hieroglyphs, or records about how they cut the rock specifically. Right. There's many things... Or moved them, either. Like, there, we saw a lot of pictures in school of like a bunch of slaves pulling a giant rock with like wooden logs and they would move a couple logs in front of the brick and they'd, you know, trudge that whole thing through the desert. But that was a fake thing in our textbooks. There's not a single record in all of Egypt about how they cut or transported well, the rock. Our textbooks also had the pharaohs white. So that was like the, the yeah. <laughs> accuracy isn't exactly on par with uh, with what we're being taught. I agree with you, Nate. Dude, that is that's why they're called the wonders of the world because you go like that. Sh- that wasn't we couldn't you have go, done huh, that. I wonder. Yeah, you go home. Huh, I, I wonder how, I they, wonder did how they did that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you morons, uh, dude. The, when Zach came. 
came on and called us fake news last week, I <laughs> took that to heart. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, are we a couple dudes just taking shots at certain concepts? Sure. But I think that maybe that is the, why they're called wonders. So uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Nate. Uh, somebody did say to fact check Nate on uh, the iTunes. Uh, they gave us a five star. And I have been throwing out nothing but quite possibly dubious facts this whole podcast well here's you know can you can you be fake news can you (laughs) sorry can you be fake news if you don't read beyond the title of the article no (laughs) between the lines dude that's how i I infer a lot of things that's how i do half the 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 topics on chumming it up i just read the headline and guess what i think they're going for i'd be like that's ridiculous and then i read i go oh well it's actually not nearly that bad or insidious now nate the problem is you speak with such uh uh like matter of fact confidence when you say some of these facts that we have no choice like you know what are we gonna do stop the pod and fact check it no way you 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 know, you walk out of the store with a fake receipt in your hand. No one's stopping you. You've got a cart full of goods, and it's all it, it's it. You've got us. Not at Costco. Well, Costco is a we regime. Costco, yeah, Costco's gross. I'm not a fan of that place. Anything anywhere you can buy shit in bulk. Like no one needs 77 Gatorades to just take home. I don't think that that's to me doesn't feel like Costco is a great use of our resources. I, and I and I'm not a big membership guy. Oh man, I I disagree on the Costco, but that's for another debate. Well, I don't know. Costco is kind of a bag of shit. Like you, I just think they need to decide what they sell. Like, what do you do? And I don't think they know either. Like, they like all they Walmart, sell in bulk, but, but they also sell col- they also sell clothes and stuff. Yeah, but that's Walmart. So it's Walmart, but bigger. That's a dumb. That's dumb. That's how a they dumb. thought of it. Was like, what if we sell things? And they're like, no, that's been done before. And they're like, what if we just sell like a lot of things? Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. now we're talking, dude. Costco, <laughs> Costco literally sounds like it was made up on this podcast. Hey guys, what's the worst part about going to Walmart? What's the worst part about going to Walmart? Not enough bulk, baby. There's just not enough bulk. I don't. I can't get all of the things I want in one package. Like I can't get like months worth of stuff. And also, there's people in here who I don't think should belong in here. They should have to buy a membership to be in here. What if we did one where like you could buy bulk stuff and you had to have a membership and it was like at a lower cost and we called it like and, like co- Costco and you could co- eat pi- cheap price, hot dogs. price low. Yeah. Oh, and they had food in there. It's like Walmart but bigger. What do you guys think we should name it? Like co- co- Price Co, Price Price Low. Let's call it let's call it the Cost Company. The Cost Company. We got to mm. search that. Maybe like Costco, like Costco. Costco. One word. Yeah. And I think they should have one a little word. card to get in on it. Like they have to like well, show how an are we going to know card. if they're members or not? Wow. Wow. Are you in an investor, customer, or both? Do you see what I'm saying? It basically sounds like us are just like a little bit less poop. Yeah, you know? and guess what? Yeah. If we were to actually capitalize on some of these ideas, we'd be a multi-billion dollar company like <laughs> we'd be Costco. A conglomerate like, like Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-thousand at minimum. You know, you trying to I, tell I, me who poopedmypants.com wouldn't be the biggest I, thing in the world. Truly, right truly, I think Dude Juice was our easiest swing, but there's a number <laughs> of other easy hitters. Like the Tarbucks Cart Cup literally got made – not that much later, all of the carts had, yeah. cart, had cup holders in them at Target. Like it, was, I, like it was almost serendipitous. I remember walking in and I bought a coffee and I went to go get my cart and I went, "Those motherfuckers!" <laughs> they all. That was all our idea. That was our idea. <laughs> they can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah, let's go to money, money, money. You want money, 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 you say? Yeah, yeah. I think Harley and I both Oh, want you say you want money, 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 you say? I want That's money, what you money, want. Money. See? You say? 
Oh, you say? You fucking a gabagool. Hey. All right, let's make people some money. Harley, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, I'll go first. All right. Do we all have uh, a money, money, money? My, mine's very quick. I don't think there'll be much debate on it. I'm expecting full investor customer. Yeah. Uh, so it's a pillow. Hang on, Wait, hang on, so- hang on. Because one of your investors has, already, has helped design the pitch, so we got to get these two on board. Are you guys ready for our pitch? Why yeah. yeah. Why don't we, we, why don't we, we just had to strategize. This? All right. Why don't we co-pitch this? All right. You you do the lead-in. I'll explain the product. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Hey, fellas, uh, 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 what's the worst part about <laughs> sitting on the couch with your lady? Your arm falls asleep if she's if it's around her sometimes. That's, it, that's correct, she Nate. generates too much heat. Yeah, and it's not comfy for her either, is it? Most times. No. Your arm's not. Listen, our arms, though they be maybe a little bit soft at times, are not a pillow. And so uh, what we've developed is something uh, uh, proprietary. Harley, I'll, I'll let you take it away. Sure. It is a, it's a cooling memory foam strap-on shoulder pillow for, <laughs> that can go on either shoulder that girlfriends can use to rest their head. Or boyfriends, whatever. We don't judge at this company. <laughs> there you go. Shoulder, it's a strap-on shoulder pillow. Can, can we use different terminology than strap on? No, Velcro, Velcro strap, Velcro. strap on pillow. Now, here's the only difference, right? <laughs> is that the product, the strap on pillow for boys and girls, um, is <laughs> it can be used. It can either be a strap on, like a Velcro strap, or we can build it right into the sweatshirt. So on both arms, have a little bit of padding right above that uh, tricep bicep area, so that when you go around, they can lay their head down on it. Um, and so it can we, be done both ways. It's a whole. It's literally a whole website of just uh, snuggle-related products. We're, we're I, also prototyping a hoodie that has like kind of a pouch oh. along the shoulders with a little zip where you slide it in. And you can zip it so it doesn't move. It's like a little pouch specifically wow. for our pillows. That's what I'm talking. It's called the Joey. Is that sorry? That's the one I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's called the Joey. <laughs> yeah, so you could so you could release yourself and and spin over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you have that, or you can move it to either side so that when you want, like, you know, depending on which side, because yeah. you're not always playing on the same sides of the couch, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and this, this, the, listen, this strap on appendage idea is genius. All, uh, I will say this. We had some outside help. Uh, we we hired in a consultant named Sarah who, uh, who mm. did Genesis this product the other night. Actually, last night, hey, right, Harley? Hey, mm-hmm. Sarah. Last night. Hey, Sarah, if you're listening, join the goddamn Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's a fair <laughs> that's a fair criticism lobbied um so what do you guys think fellas are you in are you as investor investor customer both it, I, you know i love the investor side um <laughs> and as a person who does some serious cuddling uh you know i'm in i'm in uh you know i also wish that couches were larger uh, but we'll cross that. <laughs> that's that's cross not that. our product, <laughs> buddy. I'm sorry. Those are called, those are uh, called we'll beds, Matt. Another, another <laughs> Investor is my favorite. Dude, dude that, was such a, that was such a boomer response to a product. I, I get it. I get it. I just wish that couches were larger. It's like, that's, not what we're ca- like, that's not what I'm selling you right now. <laughs> like, something completely out of our control. Um, that, but, 
that just spiraled another business idea. I'll save it for a second. What, what is it? Big Mega bed? Yeah, big boomer big, alert. Big boomer alert. All right. When all you right. start going down the boomer train, it starts alerting. Hey, 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 watch yourself. You sound like an old man. Oh, wow, okay. this parking lot's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better, like the, better park near the exit. Yeah. Yeah, the, the what is it? The all say your progressive, the progressive commercial. Yeah. That's you better start leaving soon. Our flight leaves in eight hours. Dude, yeah. I, there's never been a set of commercials that have made me laugh outwardly more than that that set of commercials. Like, yes. oh, like, don't turn your parents. They, they don't the best. Parents. Yeah, where it's like, let's mm-hmm. not he's like, we're still planning to head out of the third quarter, huh? And he's like, let's not talk about leaving before we're even inside. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> like, they, they obviously have some very funny people inside writing that those commercials because they smack. Yeah. Everyone's like, you can tell when a real person writes a commercial versus when it's like, you know, a marketing department because, man, yeah, are they so much fantastic. funnier. Um, so, anyways, let's let's circle back here. Uh, are do we have an investor? Inve- do we have investors? The investor customers. Investors all around, I think. Harley, well done, and please Beautiful. give credit to Sarah only if she joins the Patreon. I will uh, let her know. Okay, all right, I'm gonna go now. Um, hey, fellas. Yeah. yeah. Man, I am exhausted. I spent the day <laughs> building stuff in my basement, and I got a question uh, for uh, you. Uh. I got a question. Yeah, for please you. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go What's ahead. the worst part about using a power drill to like build or take stuff apart? Not being drunk enough when you start the project. Wrong. Not enough battery. Being life. too drunk by the end of the project. Wrong yeah. and wrong again. I'll give you one more guess. Um. Yeah. Not I, knowing I like... what you're doing. Kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, not knowing what bit to use. You know, like Ooh. what is more exhausting than over and over again picking up a different bit, plugging it in, walking over to the thing, doing it, and, and it gets exhausting. And then by the end, all your bits are all over the floor, and no one likes it when their bits are hanging out. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> uh, around the table. Yeah, Isn't that, that funny? Was great. So if you check your pamphlets, you'll see a uh, a brand new port prototype for uh, that's called. Um, Bits. I, we're working. Let me see. I, I, <laughs> with the Z. Bits with a Z. Yeah. Tidbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tidbits. Tidbits with a Z. Tidbits. Okay. So what this is, guys, <laughs> it's 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 a dual part play. It is a power drill with a full set of bits, but also a phone app. And so here's what you're going to do. You're going to hover your phone. You're going to connect Bluetooth to your toolbox. The toolbox or drill bit box is Bluetooth as well. You're going to uh, click to your phone. And let's say the, the drill is way up high. The, the drill bit or the hole you need to, to, to take apart or whatever screw you're trying to get out is right there. You wave your camera over it, and then it connects with the Bluetooth box. And so when you open up the toolbox, it has the, the, the exact bit you need, green lit. So you just Whoa. grab it, plug it in, and go to work. Now, is this going to be expensive? Yes. Do real men probably want to buy this product? No. But these are for dudes like me who wear Carhartt but can't do Carhartt things. And we are the kind of guys who need that Tony Stark level technology to get shit done around the house. Holy are you shit. in on Tidbits the company? This is unbelievable. As a tool man myself, oh, oh, oh. I am in as an investor and a customer. Thank you. Oh, I haven't. I have an additional idea. Yeah. So let's say the bits still somehow get scattered. What if each bit is Bluetooth to its special home slot in the toolbox? Oh. So when you pick it up, you know to take it to the right spot. It only magnets to that one. So that was my thing: is either magnets Ooh. or lights up. You go into put away mode. You just hit a button, and all mm-hmm. the slots light up that let you know which one to go. And it'll light up red if you put the wrong bit in the wrong slot. Um, yeah. Now, great. for an additional charge, sure. Could we get some micro tile type stuff where it's like the like the the little beeper noise? Sure. You guys sold me with the magnets. But yeah, yeah. But I think, but again, you don't even need that problem if you're only grabbing the right bit at the right time. So, uh, Matt, we've got you in as an investor. Nate, are you an investor, customer, or both? 
I think I would be an investor, but I pride myself on my uh, handiness and I can uh, put sockets back in the right spot and bits. Uh, and uh, I don't think I really need it, but I would definitely invest in it because I know there's a lot of people who don't have that uh, ability. It, f- it feels big like pamphlet in the backseat of an airplane, you know, product. And that's okay. Sky Mall, yeah. It's a big Sky Mall product, but I, I do like its potential. Harley, what do you I got? I love it. Why, uh, or I'm, sorry, I, I'm also Harley. an investor. I'm too cheap to buy really expensive tools like that. You know, this seems well, like, like a, a father-in-law. A father-in-law would buy this, though, because like generally, the people who buy you tools have recognized that you don't have the capacity to use them. Rarely do mm, I get yeah. tools from people who respect me as a person. They <laughs> they, they buy me or, tools because they want to see me become something different. Or it's like your wife <laughs> or something. You're leaving tools all over the place. She's sick of you having it, so she's like, "This makes you put it away." Correct. Correct. It's a great gift. A great gift from a from a significant other to help. Uh, you know. Maybe finish that goddamn thing you were talking about building two years ago. You know what I'm saying? It's a Sigug Sigug gift. So um, I'm I'm happy that I got some. I'm I'm glad I got some investors. I'm feeling pretty good about that invention. I came up with it about 20 minutes before the pod because I saw someone uh, Ah, hit a power drill. So feeling good about it. Uh, It seems like you two have a a money, money, money as well. Uh, We both have one, actually. Let's do it. Um, I'm going to go first, though, because I think Nate's is a better idea. Sure. Um, hello, Sharks. Thank uh, you for taking this valuable time of yours to hear my billion, nay, million dollar idea. You may remember me from successful pitches like Birthday with a Y, Need a Guy, Dude Juice, and countless <laughs> others. <laughs> but I want to bring... <laughs> I wanted to bring your attention to the next greatest invention. I'd like to point out, too, that I'm reading this out loud. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. You're doing great. <laughs> um, now, what's the worst part about sleeping over at someone's house? The noises, the the homely noises that you don't have mm. at your house. that mm-hmm. keep you up at night. The scratch and the, the, the wind, all of it just <laughs> drives you crazy. That's the, t- is it tick is, of, the tick of a clock. Oh, Is it having to use couch cushions as a blanket? What <laughs> Partly. Uh, uh, going to the bathroom at night and hoping their toilet's not so loud that it wakes everybody else up. That's right. Always when you're filling up that air mattress super late at night and it's noisier than all get out and you're yep. wide awake and you've woken everybody up in the house. Yep. Uh, what's worse? You never have enough covers to stay warm. I'm starting a new silent filling air mattress company with built-in proprietary Egyptian cotton sheets and comforter built into the air mattress. Shh, I'm sleeping. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show Matt can read. He's I, can read. Really can. I just choose not to. Now, Matt, I, I'm, I, for one, am a big fan of this technology. I do have some concerns that if the covers are built into the air mattress uh, and you in the air mattress in the event it does deflate, you are officially in a danger zone. You could be fully cocooned yeah. in a place of no escape. It's also, got you... it's got run flat technology in it. What is that? Quick release sheets. Quick... It's like if you run over a screw with a with those Fast and Furious tires, it auto like shoots shit in there so it so it doesn't deflate on you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Run flat. So this is a this is a Cadillac air mattress. This is this is you might as well just yeah. pick this up as your mattress. If it, since it's built in, since the sheets and stuff are built in, you got to take this motherfucker to the dry cleaner. Yeah, waterbeds had their heyday. I was just gonna say, do you got to yeah. take this to the dry cleaner? 
Yeah, but it, but you know those Egyptian sheets. Unless you're sweating through it, you you only you only need to take it like once a year. You, <laughs> they're Egyptian. Uh, they're Egyptian. I don't know what that means. <laughs> that means the aliens help. It's them provocative. Make the no one knows really what it means. Nice. It means I wonder how dirty these sheets are. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt, I'll tell you this. I'm in, I'm in it as an investor. There's nothing that will get an adult to travel less than having to sleep on an air mattress. So if you ever want to see yeah. your parents out of town, if you ever move somewhere, you better have one of these bad boys locked in. So you're going to see a lot of the 40-plus uh, crowd investing. they got a lot of back problems. They don't like, you know, no one likes patchwork and two tie blankets together to make one usable blanket because then it's just it's a war of finding coverage, right? So oh, I will yeah. say I'm an investor big mm-hmm. time. As a customer, I have slept on hardwood floor by choice because because I like the cold feeling on my tummy, so I, I'm good. But I, but I, but you have me as an investor. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> You're crazy. I know. <laughs> Harley, investor, customer, or both. <laughs> tummy time. It can't tummy be this time. <laughs> Uh <laughs> I w- I want to be like a secondary customer. I, I don't want to invest of the dry cleaning and the. The nail safe technology that fails one time, you got a you got a class action lawsuit on your hands. No way. Jose. Um, uh, so I want to be a secondhand customer. I hope the places I visit have an amazing Egyptian cotton air mattress, but I'm okay. out. Whoa! Respect, but you're respect. in as an investor, or no? Can I no. just say that that's wow. one of the first times someone has said no to me? Wow. And, and Harley. So, per- go, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> the maintenance cost of the dry cleaning just scared me away. I mean, I don't dude, think the cost- profit margins are going to be great. Dude, just think about this. All right. I You go through like eight shitty air mattresses a year. You need one of these and you got to take it to the air to the to the dry cleaner once a year. Psh, you're saving money. What if? I mean, that's if you're using it every day. I haven't gone through one air mattress in like seven years. That's a lie. That is other than like leaving it somewhere when I move. Yeah, but still going through. You wouldn't leave this one. Yeah, this one. I'll I'll take. I'll take you, Harley. We're stronger without you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nate, are you as an investor customer? We want believers. I'm in for investor customer. (laughs) Uh, I think the run flat technology alone uh, will easily be the industry standard in two to three years. Vin Diesel approves it. All right, all right. He could be your spokesperson. A mattress for family. When I'm I'm out saving the world, the worst thing I need is a flat. (laughs) This is why. why Some people like tummy time on the hardwood floors, but I don't. Not Not this family. family. (laughs) Yes, dude. Yes, dude. Well done, Matt. Well done. You still still secured an investment. Thank God. Oh my God! All right, Nate, take us home. Uh, money, Hi, sharks. Money, money, yes. uh, I'm Nate. You may remember me from my previous successful ventures, WhoPoopMyPants.com, <laughs> and many others. Uh, now, let me pose a question. Please do. What's the worst part about eating popcorn and then also having candy? That piece of popcorn that won't get out from between your teeth. The tongue, just not tongue enough feel. candy. I'm a big on the tongue feel, it, it, and I don't like touching mm. buttery fingers to the candy. You're right. Uh, 
when you have a bowl of popcorn and you pour candy on top of it, all the candy sinks to the bottom of the bowl. And you have to rifle around the popcorn to get to the candy at the bottom of the bowl. So I'm here to introduce the snack rack. It's a clip-on thing, uh, plastic uh, rack <laughs> that goes on the rim of your bowl. And you can pour your Mike and Ike's, your Sour Patch Kids in there and take a little popcorn, take a little candy. You don't have to mix them. And they, uh, if you have chocolate in there, it won't melt from the heat of the popcorn. Uh, it's the perfect way to eat popcorn and candy. All right. Again, Genius. I feel like tonight, okay, can I say this as a statement? Overall, these are some great ideas. They truly are. But they are all Sky Mall inventions. Like almost none of these. <laughs> I mean, you, your invention is basically a bowl that sits on top of a bowl. Not That's a bowl. <laughs> however, a however, place where they sell more things. I however, tell you what, though. They sell a shitload of those on SkyMall QVC. Correct. You, you got to get into the market. And, and I'll say this, Nate, to your credit, right? For kids, they have a lot of this stuff, right? These small, tiny little bitch popcorns with a little bitch candy holder and then a small soda. Where's the adult yeah. version where on the out? I think it would have to be if you have the large popcorn at a movie theater, it's on the outer ring is the candy because it catches the fall away popcorn as well, which is a huge. Listen, there's nothing worse as a fat person than when they give you the mound of popcorn and you start losing soldiers on the way to the theater. Cause, Dude, because yeah, that's the yeah. best buttery correct. stuff. It's correct. It's freshly rack. buttered and salted. So with a snack ring, you're also getting some of the be- the best little flyaways are staying right there and just getting the candy in a good spot. So Nate, Yeah, t- the, the candy trough. Here, I think if we if you agree to, to partner, yeah, I like the candy trough a lot. To be honest with you, I've I've uh, <laughs> that rung a bell with me for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> um, the snack rack to me, if we can agree to partner with AMC to the moon, um, or some sort of or Greg Marcus, right, as our spokesperson, uh, you've got me as an investor and a customer. I would pay an extra two bucks of popcorn if it came with one candy of my choosing. The number one combo of a large popcorn, large soda. If you added two bucks to that, but I get to choose Mike and Ike's or Sour Patch Kids to surround the entire thing or snow caps. Yeah, I'd, I'd be all about that life. That's a great idea. Where you just like pick from a like just like a wall Correct. of candy. You're like, I want that one and that one because they can have, have the that little one, scoop. That one. It's not hard for them to have the little right scoop, the and it just goes right into the mm, trough. And so then you're not having to open up, up these different things, and it's just included in the price. You don't even think it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It's in the price. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, Jesus, Christ. I like that idea. Jason Bourne, the snack rack, candy trough. I like it all. Nate, you've got me on both. Harley, what do you think of this one? Uh, investor customer. That'd be one of those things you see in a little rack at the grocery store too. If it went to like, uh, customer market, like just a little plastic thing hanging in the middle of the aisle, and you're like, it clips onto your bowl. That's kind of neat. I'll I'll spend three bucks on that piece of plastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm in for both. Yeah. Big stocking stuff for energy there. Matt, did you say you were an investor customer or both? Oh frig yeah. As a guy with a mad sweet tooth, especially at the movie theater, you better believe I'm in. I love it. I love it. Hey, that's what is that? Four for four on some actual banger inventions coming out of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Hey, nothing says Christmas like some capitalist inventions coming out of the back, like coming off the break, dude. We just got our brains rolling. I'm a big fan Hell of it yeah. all. Uh, Matt, can you save your people's court for next week? We are over time. I, I would, don't want to lose any good content. I was going to suggest that anyways. I want to get ready. I'll give a little teaser, though. I'm going to bring uh, Sir Airsoft Fatty back to court. 
for a parole hearing to see if we can release that son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. It's about damn time. Yep. I mean, everyone deserves a second chance. Right. Big retribution. I'm not liking his chances, though, already. Uh, Final thoughts. I'm full force to fight for him. And and, and that is why his chances are low. Final thoughts. uh, (laughs) Nate, what are final thoughts for the people coming out of Christmas? Uh, Matt said something really funny to me the other day. He was pointing out a restaurant and said, I ate so much there, I had to get naked. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly uh, feel yeah, Matt, that. <laughs> Matt also still doesn't recycle cans and bottles. Um, drives me crazy. Uh, he's living in the 1970s. I don't understand it. Uh, I, do, I do some. He microwaves everything. <laughs> Yeah. Still eats Jello for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but subscribe to the Instagram. We're popping off. Um, we've been uh, doing a series called Reels to Poop to. Um, they're just funny videos, uh, Vine esque videos that have been popping off on the uh, Instagram page. You've been killing it. Your content game's been strong as shit. Thank so you. well done. Merry Christmas to you, Nate. Harley, uh, final thoughts for our listeners. I've been working with the local community college here to get our money, money, money section to be like its own course in, in pitching. Um, so some more thoughts on that coming in the next couple of weeks. It's actually not happening, but I'll come talk to a bunch of kids. Be like. Dude, that I think would actually that would be, be honestly really fun. pretty fun. There's nothing better than an actual marketing class where you get to pitch fun shit and like not have the threat of school over the top of it. Because we've come up <laughs> with better be ideas like- than I've ever come up with in college. And just be silly about it. And yeah. Just have a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, because uh, the challenge no. would be to come up with one every single week. That's why I think the fun would come in. Because it's too long if you do like a 16-week semester we have to do a business plan. Fuck a business plan. You know what's fun? Creating the product in one week. Like doing the marketing mm-hmm. riffing yeah. in, in 26 minutes. Sorry, Wait, Harley. What if, you did a, what if you did like a one-week one, a two-week one, a three-week one, and each one gets a little bigger and more complex? Ooh, mm. ooh, or it's a – no, yeah. it's, it's a it's a 16-week course, so one semester, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. first – four weeks you pitch a different idea every week for four weeks and then your favorite of those four ideas you take the remainder of the way to fruition Mm -hmm. to prototyping and then and then if you get a successful prototype you pass the class it's pass fail love it absolutely all pass pass, actually fuck that you get a points for trying uh, my final thoughts we are just an idea generating machine here at the tuesday catch-up our listeners are privy to some some inner workings of some great minds on this podcast you guys always come up with the funniest shit uh it's our last episode of the year. You'll, we'll see you all in 2022. Holy shit. Wow. What a year for the catch-up. That's crazy. Uh, Matt, final thoughts for our listeners, assistant to the co-host. Oh, what a year to come back. Do we restart the Tuesday catch-up in 2021? Yeah, february I believe so. Right around that February-January time. Lovely. Um, what a year for the Tuesday catch-up. Uh, I really think we're hitting our stride. If you think it's funny... Uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Share it with a friend. If you think it's funny and you don't want to do that, that's fine too. We'll still love you. Um, but man, did we have a good time doing this? So thank you. Beautiful. Merry Christmas to you both. Merry My Christmas. final thoughts. Um my ebook, 10 Ways to Get Out of a Fantasy Football Conversation with a Grown Man, is going to be dropping in the next couple weeks here. Uh, we at the Gravy Train Productions and Tuesday Catch-Up Studios wish that you had the merriest of Christmases and the best of New Year's. And here's the thing that Harley said last year, which I think you should all internalize. If you don't start your New Year's resolution until June, your resolution is to start your resolution in June. You will always be ahead of the curve for six months. That's a beautiful thing. And, and, and use that in this next week as you think about it. 
Um, we love you guys. The Patreon is banging. You want to get up on that. Uh, and we're thinking maybe we'll, we're going to have some fun stuff to do with the green screen we set up. So the Tuesday Catch-Up Boys got a lot coming for your way in 2022 because uh, it's going to be a fun one. That's all I got to say. All right, this has been the Tuesday Catch-Up. You are all caught up 2021 style. Uh, one, two, three. Hooray, boy, it's <laughs> for you. Beautiful. Oh, that beautiful. was great. Beautiful.